I'm a mother first, of course. And I'm going I'm in, in the middle of a divorce. Then I close down my business and I'm working a position in the on the HR team that holds a lot of responsibility. So mentally, I'm so all over the place that I am grateful to even had made it through those struggles in my life. You're listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast. If you're looking for easy listening, you're in the wrong place. But you want to put in the work to change your life for the better, laugh a little bit, and learn a lot about yourself. Get ready. This ain't no basic podcast. Here she is to give you all the tools you need to feel empowered, sexy, healthy, and informed. This is Casey Ship. Okay, cool. What's up? We are live with Brittany, and I can't ever say well, Brittany Battle, but you're, you're, there's a name on your profile. It's Antoinette. Yeah, that's my middle name. <laughs> okay, okay. It's Brittany Battle. It's a hell of a story. I think it's gonna. Well, I know it's gonna inspire you, and I think that the young, the young crowd. I think that this is something that we can get in their hands through you. Maybe that I think everybody needs to hear yep. your story. So it's titled MBA. Her, her, you know, boss bitch in her business degree and work in the corporate life to a cheerleading competitive cheer mindset mentor. And she runs her own gym and everything. And it's just incredible to watch. I mean, I watched her from like the place that she was in go like the transition from corporate to where she's at now and during mind you 2020, like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> anyway, this is Brittany. Um, thank you so much for being here and you know, sharing your time and, and just sharing with us. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So if you're watching this live on Facebook, uh, please feel free to just put in comment any questions that you have for her because we're going to go over a lot. Um, let's start with, I think you found me through Deanna. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. She was working um, HR. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was working uh, with a great HR team, um, working in the corporate world. Um, I had a, a, my boss. Deanna was actually my boss. And I just like not idolized, but I was it was very impressed by um, just the changes and the progression and things that uh, she was doing. And she told me um, the program she was going through with Casey Ship. And I've always struggled um, with my weight and always tried to get on the next lose 10 pound quick scheme type thing so but this she explained to me was a little different because it was more so about not just training your body and losing the weight but just uh uh training your mind and just finding the true focus and the root of um the problem to truly be a best version of yourself so to me i'm just like that's challenging that's different it's not like you know the uh some of the weight fads in the past um because it was more so about the real you know the real uh development and the real focus um of where you should be to really get where you need to be from a um weight loss perspective so long story short i watched her um go through the process for a couple months and it was a little it was a it was it was really a challenge because I'm like, I don't think I can be that disciplined. I don't think I can do it. But um, just in watching her, um, it was a great experience. And I just decided to, you know, make the call. She gave me the information 
reached out to Casey and the rest was history from there. But I'm very thankful for even being um, exposed to the opportunity because it's just changed. It's changed so much about um, my life and where I was even two years ago. It's just dramatic change just in my thinking and um the decisions I've made to progress progress and move forward in my career it's just been amazing so and Brittany didn't even need a whole lot we just spoke a little life into her and she's like done decided gone (laughs) sometimes it just takes that little push and you really don't realize what it is that you're missing until you found it so again like seriously I'm definitely appreciative. I mean, and just hearing um, certain things or just being exposed or or just gaining the knowledge to find out who you are and who you want to be will change so much about you and what it is that you want in your life. It's crazy because it can be the smallest things like just accepting who you are, just saying, I am who I am. Fuck it. You know, that in itself will just like, oh. Will just change everything. So, and, and that's so the backstory. Well, first of all, what all diets did you try? Like, what all okay. have you been through? Okay, so um, I would say since like age sixteen, um, I have always because I've always been into sports and I've always been top heavy. So, in being in sports and being like the fat kid, you're always trying to figure out like how to lose weight, not to the extent of having a. Um, being having any eating disorders or anything like that but um really being addicted to trying to lose weight and kind of like stay in and fit in with the crowd so um one of the things I remember I tried I know as a kid was um gosh I forgot the name of those pills those weight loss pills um phenomene phenomene no it wasn't fit it was that was before all of that it was hydroxy cut hydroxy cut yes <laughs> Yes, it was hydroxycut. I tried that a couple times actually. Um and and um I guess in my adulthood it went from hydroxycut to going to the weight loss doctors, right? And then you know you go through those processes and you'll lose the weight. And then after you stop taking the pills, you know, you'll gain the weight back. And you'll probably gain more than you had than you weighed before you even started them. So, you know, that didn't really work out well, but I tried that twice in my adulthood and one time it worked out really good however again after I stopped taking them I had a baby so on top of the baby weight and um some additional stress eating I ended up gaining more weight than probably at my heaviest I've ever been um so that in itself was like uh maybe I need to do something different because this is not working and I'm still like in this same sad space, like, oh, I hate my body. I don't, I don't like how I look in the mirror. Like I need to lose some weight, that type of stuff. So, and if you know Brittany, well, you don't know Brittany, but she's she's got that vibe of just like confident boss bitch goes after what she wants. Oh that yeah, energy. And so yeah. to have that weight and to feel down and not confident, like how did you? How do you think? Well, knowing what you know now, how are you not showing up fully then? Um, if I go back, if I had to ever date back 
sometimes you know how um they say like if I and, and I and I compare myself a lot to like a celebrity you may meet some celebrities that people idolize and like oh my god you got your shit together you're so pretty and you know your body you look so great and then on the inside they're like I hate myself and I hate my life and all this and from a, as a fan you're looking like well, how could you? Because you're such, you're so great and everybody in the world loves you. And at the end of the day, I, I look at myself the same way because I am in my community. I, I um, Being a mentor of young girls, a lot of people know me. A lot of people uh, who have either kids or family members that have been or are a part of my programs or whatever. And from the outside, they look and say, oh, my God, you're this and that. And you got all this stuff going on. And just on the inside, I'm like, oh, I just hate my life, you know, and you'll never really, truly understand how it feels until you're in that space for the world to love you and see so much in you and you not to love yourself. So from 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 back then to now, I just I, I just kept saying I want to see myself how everybody else sees me. And I don't understand why I already don't, because I know I love myself. And I know that I believe, you know, you know, in the persona that I put off to people, but truly on the inside, why don't I feel that way? Like, why don't I feel good? And going through the program, you really find out mentally the things that bother you, like the deeply rooted things that you try to hide and block out of your mind. And once you expose those things, it hurts. It makes you cry. And I mean, like ugly cry, you know, because I've ugly cried a couple of times on the phone with you. Me too. Me too. But but to, to be in that space and to overcome that and really expose the hurt and what you feel and how you feel so that you can really say, OK, so this is what's going on. This is what has blocked me trying to block out the things that hurt me in the past has caused me to really block out the love I have for myself. So it caused me to really put out an energy of a of, of more so like a facade that I feel this way about me, but I really don't because I really hate some stuff about me. But going through the program and really exposing the things that were difficult for me to think about, talk about and feel gave me the opportunity to forgive myself, forgive anyone else that has done it, done anything to make me feel any other way about me and to really love who I am so I can progress and continue to be the best version of myself without faking like I, you know, instead of faking like I feel that way or I am that way, just being that way. Yeah, because our emotions are the gateway to getting us to be in our true selves and true happiness because we're taught, and, and Brittany can relate to this because her dad was like, I mean, did he play professional sports? Um, no, he played in college. And then okay. he got, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so her, she grew up with, first of all, her mom had like, uh, she was handicapped or something, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she had, well, she uh, had back, back then, it really wasn't, mm, it really wasn't labeled as such because she still did everything like everybody else would do. But it will be like these days, if she was born and had that disability, it will be like a form of cerebral palsy. Um, 
then they didn't really have a name for it. Like when she was born, they put them the, the kids that had some of her same um, limitations and disabilities were put into a um, separate school. So they were just like separate from the rest of the kids. My grandmother didn't want her to be or to feel different and to be different. So she never, uh, she never was in that place where she labeled herself as disabled or handicapped because she always um, did everything just like a normal person, like a normal person that had two working hands. And so she um, is not able to fully utilize her right hand because she that's how she, she was born that way. And throughout her life, she's always, always worked, always and it's very smart. Um, she's, she's always instilled in, in me that, you know, regardless of your, you know, limitations, like never let anything stop you. So that perseverance, you know, has a lot to do with my drive, motivation to want better, want more. Then your dad. Yeah. That's the disciplinarian there. <laughs> Right. And then too, like had her, you know, his mindset was that masculine, like, nope, if you feel pain, we don't show it. It's go, go, right. go. Not good enough. You're going to do yeah. it. You're going to be the best. Don't even try if you can't be the best. So she had it like double whammy here. Yes. And, and Brittany's a very, is as strong as we are and leader, we're leaders, but we are very sensitive beings. We're empaths. We deeply feel, we feel responsible for other people. We want to help other people. We want to help them. It's like, we feel just responsible for people's happiness because we want to help people. Yeah. So we grow up like that. Brittany takes on and we take on everybody else's shit. And it's like, we decipher it and it affects how we hear things. And we grow up and we're like, why the fuck am I not happy? And, and, and our subconscious is causing us to attract situations. It's like, why is thing, why are things not working out? So when yeah. Brittany reached out, she's like, look, I'm done. I'm ready to do this. And then, so, so that was the backstory. Now getting into it, I remember doing, uh, going through like, you know, you're going through your kitchen and stuff like that. And you're like, wow, I can eat this I can eat that and so tell us a little bit about like what worked for you um how did you feel did you did you lose any weight and just like for the people listening maybe some tips on what made sense to you okay so um food 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 okay so with the food um being a working mom, you're busy, right? So a lot of times you pick up weight and you have weight gain because you're eating on the go a lot, right? That's a lot of my problems, eating on the go. And um, a lot of times when you think about dieting and eating right, you're very you know, conscious about what it is you're eating, whether it's canned goods or sweets or whatever. And so what I love about your program is that going through it, you were able to help me make sense of what I was eating and why I was eating it. So if I had to substitute something, it made sense because I was still in line with what the goal was for the day, for the week. So to me, it, it became not being a part of like, oh, I need to diet. I got to eat salad or I got to eat fruit. It was more so understanding food and how the food in which I prefer to eat played a part in my weight gain or weight loss. And so that helped me a lot from a mental st standpoint, because now I've acquired a necessary knowledge to be able to educate myself. So I know not, not that I can't have this, is that if I'm going to eat this, I should eat this with it to balance out what nutritional value is going to be in the setting of what I'm eating. Dude, so you sound smart as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the food test too, right? 
Yes, I did. And I, you know something? I'm a drinker and I, I'm not a drinker like an alcoholic. She but throws down, she parties. I, I, <laughs> I'm an occasional drinker, right? So when I did the food test, I had one of the things that I saw, I was like, please just don't say I'm not supposed to have alcohol. You know, everything. <laughs> what was it? It was, it was, um, it was, <laughs> it was, um, tequila. God. It was uh, not. It wasn't. It was. Um, what is Jose going? Oh, tequila. Tequila. Yes, yeah. I couldn't have tequila, and I was like, oh, I frequent the Mexican restaurant when I go. Every now and then, I want a margarita. Like if I'm having a long day, and when I seen that, I couldn't have it. I was like, God damn it! I knew. It was well, hey, maybe maybe you can get a new food test and clear because I do. The alcohol is like I've had those two and then I'll clear them. Like I couldn't have whiskey yeah. and I can have it. So maybe we clear. Yeah. How much? So I'll say is with the program, I didn't drink as much. So I saw uh, uh, I saw some difference, some differences than I ever had before in my um, weight loss. And I connected it more so as not drinking as much. And if I am drinking, not drinking really fruit, fruity, you know, drinks and stuff like that, because that's a lot of empty calories that show me. But yeah. How much weight did you lose there in the beginning? Um, in the beginning, total was almost 30. I want to say almost 30 pounds. Yeah, that's 30. Amazing. And then I've, I've sustained and I haven't lost any more, but I haven't gained any. I weighed yesterday and I weighed and I'm not at my goal because my goal is what my first goal was 180, but I'm at 226 and I was at 250, 251 or 252 when we How first, are you? I'm five, five. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Hey, you know, she's in hot mom. She's in it now. She, anytime she needs questions, we got you. We, we can help, but yeah, the 30 pounds yeah. down, it's it's, it's sustainable. And mm-hmm. then, and then the shit hit the fan, but we always knew that, you know, okay, let me go back. Yeah. So some yes. wounds, the wounds there were, um, that you had some, you had some vampires around you, man, didn't you? Yes. Yes. I- some friends. Until I um, did the audio book and it was a lot that I learned just in the whole, uh, to me, even if I didn't lose a hundred pounds, I feel a hundred pounds lighter. If you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? And so that's definitely a, a win when I can, you know, be rewarded with the balance of my mind and then connect that with my body and soon I know for the future as I continue to press through and progress through things like it's it's gonna be better. So I'm I'm confident in that part. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just happy that I'm not going backwards. So just continuing to to progress from that standpoint from the mental. That's the most important. That's why you know you have that sequence, mind, body and soul. Like those things are different. And I think from a from a standpoint of what's most important, it's in that order. Mind, body, soul. Like it, and they're all connected together and make you better. Our problems are in between our ears, man. Um, yeah, that's I love that. And there was some there was some core wounds there of just not being good enough. And we really connected on that. Brittany and I both yeah. had, even though we thought our upbringing was okay, there was a lot of emotional neglect, a lot of things we didn't get that we that we needed. People yeah. weren't there to protect us. We didn't know. We just didn't have what we needed. Um, and that's the, that's the power of coming together with community that do support and love and you know one another. And it's just like it's that magic sauce, man, that you need. Yes. 
to go forward. Um, that's when I said speaking life into each other. That's what we do. So yeah, she had some shit there, man. Some friends, you know, some frenemies that she felt responsible for was just draining the shit out of her. And like, so what were some, what were some characteristics of that energy just to give like three. So women listening will go, Oh my God, that's me. So one of the first things was, um, you have, okay. So if you have a friend, right, you have a friend that, um, let me see. What let me that's the best example I can use. She made you feel guilty for not like going to her, her party, you know, parties or whatever. Yes. Okay, so uh, okay, so if you're a socialite, right, and, and you frequent events or you're a hostess of events, and um, a lot of times you feel bad, like if you're hosting an event, you want people to come, right? So you want to, you know, return the favor when they have something. However, sometimes life happens, like something comes up and you just can't go. And it's not because you're deliberately just not wanting to, or you're being like a person. You're just, you don't have the time. It's not enough time in the day. Okay. So this particular friend will say, Oh, I can't believe she didn't come to my event. I'm never going to her events. She only wants, she never supports me. And like, will literally make you feel like the worst person ever. Gaslighting. Giving you as a friend, just knowing that you know who I am, right? So if I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And if I can't, then you know something had to come up where I can't. So you have those people that will make you feel like you're not being the person that you're striving to be. And that just like sucks the life out of you because you do try, you know, to go in above and beyond to be the people pleaser, and to make other people happy or to even reciprocate the friendship or the love you, you feel you're getting from the person. And sometimes you just can't and you have to be OK with that. And if and, they truly love you and care about you, they'll understand. And they're not giving. And the people that truly love you, they give freely. They're not going to your event. So you'll come to their birthday party. Hey, they're not expecting something in return. I am. So manipulation people cut them out, cut them out yeah. of your life. Yes. All right. So we got the weight, we got the health. Did you do the hormones or not yet? I can't remember. Did I do? No, no, I didn't do the hormones yet. Okay, so let's get into the big part. This is why I I reached out to Brittany. A couple things. Uh, One, I had a lady reach out, badass, just boss bitch, same thing, high up in, um, she teaches teachers, special needs teachers, like she's some high up, you know, in the education system. And her first question was, well, do you work with black women though? Because we're different. I'm like... Well, the only difference that I have ever seen in black women versus white women is uh, when, a you know, because typically white women, it's we make fun of them for having no ass and no, uh, you know, just skinny. No, they don't salt their food. Just the jokes. Right. Right. The only thing I've ever seen with the culture, African-American culture, black women culture is let's just say one is like morbidly obese. Well, we start getting them healthy. They start tripping their balls off like, oh, my God, I don't want to lose my ass. I don't want to lose my curves. I'm like, we are not going to lose your fucking curves. You are just going to get healthier. The way it's going to get snatched. The ass going to get rounder. OK, that is it. That's the only difference. But you could like some white girls are that way. But anyway, I was like, well, first of all, the fact maybe you feel different. And she did. She told me she goes, I'm so tired of being the only black girl in the room. I said, well, let's change that. Let's go with let's go with them because there's something there. There's obviously some block that's causing her to feel this way. And I said, so, yeah, you know, let's just hey, let's just get all of my successful black women on here and just show what the fuck's going on, because that is a block. If you think that just because I'm a white little skinny girl that we can't help you evolve and step into your power, get every fucking thing you want and blast all. The, you know what I mean? So, Brittany, yeah. what, what she did 
this in 2020 was so inspiring to watch. So it started, you know, we did a call and um, sh- some shit was going down at work and she wasn't happy. Like you weren't, you knew you had to shut down your gym. So like, tell us about that. You had your own business thriving. You had to shut it down, all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Pre-COVID, I had, um, man, business was good. Um, and I had a studio. I also used it as like an event center where people would have like small events and stuff on the weekends just to just for the business to have multiple streams, you know, without having <clears throat> a whole nother business. Right. So um, things kind of fell apart a little bit on my end because um, I had a lot of people part of my team and connected to me that no longer wanted to work on my vision. They wanted their own. So to me, I'm a very firm believer as a business owner, when you are mentoring someone or you have brought them on a part of your team, you know, they're not going to be with you forever. Some people want to grow and expand themselves and their career and want to grow. And I would never want to keep anyone from um, doing that. But just at the time, I was so immature in my growth as a business owner. I didn't understand it. And it broke me down when people left me because I'm just like, why would you want to leave me? Like, I'm the perfect boss like I would do anything for you but I had to learn that it wasn't about me and what I wanted because it was my vision my business and and so the passion that I have is just like raising a child you know it's your child you had that baby you're going to take care of it and you can't expect for anyone else to give that baby the same love you're going to give it so that's where I am today now two two years ago when I had to um, go through this, it, it literally drained me because I was focused more on the why rather than looking for the purpose in what I was going through and how it was going to change me as a businesswoman, a business owner, and how I would grow and learn from that experience. Now, after shutting the studio down, because it was such a force within the community with the young kids, it gave them something to do. Um, I was having events and stuff for the teens on the weekend to keep them out of the streets and stuff. And so to me, it was just it was so much more than just my business. It was just a, a new wave of life for the kids in our community. So having to shut it down crushed my soul. Like it did something to me that I can't even explain, you know, because I felt like I failed, not just myself, because I weighed, I weighed, I put the weight of the world on my shoulders. I felt like I just let the whole world down, you know, because I had to go, I had to close down. And in the midst of me closing down, it just kind of took me off my rocker, you know, because I'm still a business owner, but I still work a full time job and then I'm working in human resources. So that's a whole single mom. And I'm a mother, you know, I'm a mother first, of course. And I'm going I'm in, in the middle of a divorce. Then I close down my business and I'm working a position in the on the HR team that holds a lot of responsibility. So mentally, I'm so all over the place that I am grateful to even had made it through those struggles in my life. However, I've learned learned a lot from those. And as I reflect now, I, I look at the gain and I look at the knowledge and the things that I've learned from those experiences that's made me like the best version of myself 
today. That, and that's what we do in hot moms. We clear those core wounds because she had that core wound of not good enough. And when you have these core wounds of abandonment, rejection, not good enough from whatever reason, which we're not even going to get into that. Mm -hmm. uh, when one small thing happens, she's like, she says, she starts getting emotionally hijacked and goes down the rabbit hole. And it's hard to get out of that space. Your yeah. trauma is traumatizing. Right. Whereas now you see some shit, you'll just be like, Swear, you know, or, or you do, if something happens, like anything comes up, it's a trigger. You're like, Oh, this must be something within me. Let me learn from it and grow from it. Yeah. Ah, love that. Um, and what she does and what we're talking about is, and in the corporate job, I mean, you were making great money. Oh, yes. Yes, I was. I was making great money in which it kind of, you know, broke me down when I left. Cause I'm like, Oh God, what's going to happen? What am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. And this <laughs> even, was in 2020. Yes. And even though it's, it's so crazy because you know, like being, even with my career, I've always kept my career, always worked and had a business. And even with that, that didn't change here recently because I still had my business and everything. Um, only thing different was, is that I wasn't, it was unexpected, right? I, I didn't plan for it. And so to me, when it's all out of the plan, I'm just like, oh, you know, what's next? What am I going to do? I didn't plan for this. I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know what's going on, but um. And then I sat back and realized, I was like, well, I already have all this stuff in the queue. Like, just go, just do it, you know, just make it happen. Make it happen. That's what she did. Yeah. I love it. And it's, I watch her stories and that's why I'm like, can we do a podcast please? Cause she is in it. And I, I think what got, I think what got me um, back in your vibe was you, you threw this prom thing and I go, damn, where the fuck? Cause I don't, <laughs> it was like, it was, uh, I don't even know what the words were. And these were high schoolers or middle schoolers. They were middle school. Dude, it looks yeah. so fun. Like DJ, yeah. it was it was all the way, all the way party, ready to go. Like just, mm. okay. And so she said she helped throw that because she gets out there and she fights for these kids. She has a special place in her heart for that yeah. middle middle school age woman. And when did you lose your dad? Um, He, uh, 2019, December, 2019, a week before Christmas. And this was all, by the way, all this was during that time. So her dad passed, the 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 business took a shit. You know, she yeah. was in Traumaville. Yeah. Traumaville. So we had to clean up a lot of that. A lot of it was grief and loss. Yeah. And you know, her being the strong woman, she's like, I don't have time to feel this and slow down. I got to keep going. But if you don't, that's what's going to happen. You Life's yeah. going to be like, hey, you got to deal with this. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, but now, now tell us what you're doing. Tell us because everybody listening to this, I want the young girls to get it. I want them to get inspired. And then just what, tell me your heart because you got this big, you got the biggest heart for giving back to young girls. And I just love that. Yes, I have. And this is crazy. I'm going to try my best not to shed a tear. Um, in the midst of going through all of that, um, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to ever be in a relationship I'm never getting married again none of that and you're going through so much you're not really thinking about resources right you're not thinking about the people that's planted in your life to get you through these tough times and so in the midst of that I um had a very close friend to me uh he just was my strength to help me get through those times and really the motivation to kind of like get back on track 
with a business mindset. Sometimes when you feel that stuff, you just want to give up and be like, nope, I'm not trying that again because I failed at it already, right? Um, so when you see, when you uh, have p- people to remind you in your life, it's good to have people in your circle that can remind you of the powerful person you are, the force you are, and um, that helps during those times where you don't feel the best, you know, because you're not going to always feel great. You're not going to always be perfect, but when you have the right people around you to remind you of how great you are and where you need to be and, and to not let you be in that place that funk that makes you feel like that that's always great so that transition um that we're referring to you know having the strong people and having the very important people to help you get through those spaces gets you where you need to be so as so to date what we have is i have reopened um the gym and my organization, we did a trial. We called it our, um, we called it our quarantine year. Um, so, cause it was kind of like a, not hit or miss, but it was just to see, you know, what type of morale we were going to have and how many people was really going to be interested in being involved. And so we ended up with 40 girls this season and the girls got a national title. So I was excited about that. Um, and so this we're going on now. This is our second year being open. Well, our second season. So next year will be the second year. But the second season. And we are um, excited because we'll probably have close to 80 girls um, next season just from tryouts. We have another tryout on Sunday. So I'm excited about that. And then um, this year, um, I have one senior. And her story is so amazing. Um, because she just has persevered through so much and she's been with me for uh, for at least I want to say like five years so this um her ceremony and stuff is going to be so emotional for so many of like the parents who've been with me for a long time because they've watched a lot of these kids grow up you know and um, they just recently went to prom and I had posted some pictures from prom and it was just like, oh my God, I remember when you guys were like seven and eight and now you're graduating high school and going to prom and being all grown up. It's just sad, but um, it's happy tears, right? Yeah, yeah. Those girls progress. And it was some girls, I have about six girls that are not on my team currently, but have been a part of my team in the past and they've grown up. They're so smart and they're doing so many amazing things. I'm so proud. And then you get those messages like, thank you for believing in me and, you know, talking to me and mentoring me. And that's, those are feelings that you can't buy. Like that's a feeling that you like, you can't even explain sometimes because, you know, when you truly have love for something or someone, the things that you do for them and say to them and, you know, try to instill in them, it's not because you're wanting something in return. You just want them to be, you know, the best version of themselves and you want them to see what you see, you know, in them and knowing that they can do it and that they can find. And then we try to teach them. And the biggest thing with the programs I try to teach the girls is balance. Because you need that in your life. So the purpose of, you know, going to school, making great grades, that's a job, right? And then you have, you may even work. You may even work outside of school, like an actual job. But you also have practice with me three days a week. So to some people, that's doing too much. They need to focus on one thing. But that's not, that. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's not reality, you know? That is just not is not reality at all. And so when they're able to balance those things and excel through everything, 
that to me says that they're ready for the world. You're damn right. That's what in college, these people get in, they're like, oh, I don't need to do anything else or work. I'm like, well, how the hell are you going to have a baby and work and all this other shit if you don't even know how to get through college without? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's the thing is Brittany, if you can hear her heart, she loves helping people and she wants to help these young girls. That's what a lot, you know, as a young girl, when they puberty age, I mean, Mm -hmm. 80%, 80% of, of our self-esteem plummets. That's when we need strong females speaking life into us the most. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that's what you're doing. And you know what? If you didn't heal your shit, you couldn't help them. No, no, not even. even. And parents, you know, they, um, and still, you know, I wouldn't say, and I wouldn't dare say that like being a business owner, entrepreneur, mentor, coach, whatever was perfect. But every single struggle, difficult time, all of this worth it because everything that you're doing in the end, you'll see it pay off. You'll see it, you know, blossom in these, you know, young girls who will eventually be women, you know. And and to me, that means a lot because I think that I want it so bad because it's something that I know I needed when I was their age and I didn't have it. Right. And so to be able to be a part of something bigger than myself and to know that even if I'm an only child, I have a group of girls that love me and I love them back. And then we fight like sisters and then we love even harder like sisters. And to me, that's family. And that's something and in creating the memories and the experiences they get being a part of the program just is something that you just can't. I mean, you just. That memory alone, to me, I hope in my heart, is something that they'll never forget. And it's something they'll continue to pay for in the future as they find out what it is they really want to do in their lives. Love it. Love it. And then, too, that age, you know, Goran, you mentioned uh, being overweight when you were their age. Now you can teach it, too. Like, hey, no, here's what we're going to, here's how to eat. Yes. And so we have we have um, we have no tolerance months where we have competition. So the importance of knowing the body, knowing the importance of eating right, drinking plenty of water, exercising and not just making it so specific. Because one thing I will take out of it from the mental is about, oh, well, I feel fat or I look fat. And it's more so about the inner. You have to be healthy on the inside in order to be physically able to do everything you need to do in any sport, right? And so with dance and cheerleading, it's, it's a full body. You need your whole body, including your mind, in order to <laughs> to be successful. And I, and I don't like to. So I'm very competitive. And so I need for all of them to be, you know, on one sport when it comes to, you know, getting things right. This season right here was a struggle because a lot of the kids hadn't done anything for a year and sitting in the house for months, eating all kinds of craziness, watching TV, doing nothing. So that was a little bit of a struggle in the very beginning, getting them back on track, physically able to do the things we needed to do. But we overcame that task. So this um, season right here, we're starting or a little bit earlier. Um, we'll be starting during the summer doing some conditioning and stuff to kind of get them mentally and physically prepared for the That's season. so cool. Yeah, I would not. I can <laughs> see right now about you, you don't want to take the L. Brittany does mm-hmm. not want to take the L. However, you know, in taking one, that is I, just learning experience. Just let that be. A learning experience that we only have to um, have one time. Yeah, get better. And you know what? A book, a uh, new book I was listening to, The Inner Game of Tennis. 
Holy yeah. shit, changed my whole entire thing about competing. So if whoever's listening, go listen to that book, The Inner Game of Tennis. It's about anything. It's about sales. It's about competition, everything. Okay, so where are you exactly? Where can people find you if they want to know more about your, your programs? Okay, so it, so Impact is in Griffin. I'm located in Griffin. I've had a couple people reach out to me in the surrounding counties about starting a program there. We're just not there yet. Georgia, um, Georgia. So we're in Georgia, in Griffin, Georgia. Um, we have, uh, we do have some support opportunities if you're ever interested. Um, I know next year we have quite a few seniors. Um, we'll be putting together a scholarship and some other things um, for the girls and uh, what what it is they may want to do in the future. So I'll have that posted online. Our website for Impact is um, impactdancechair.com. Okay. Um, a lot of the events and stuff that we're having, I have it posted. I'm actually hosting my own competition um, this season. It'll be in the winter. God. I have one in the winter and one in the spring. So um, if you guys have some little girls out there that just want to come and watch, I would definitely love to have you all. And so the scholarship. So if we want to donate, that's a tax write-off, by the way, all you entrepreneurs listening. Yes. Um, yes. Will you tell us about what what does that entail? What would that get them help? Well, what will it help the girl do? Okay, so with the scholarship, there's there's um, two sides to the scholarship. So uh, the um, season scholarship um, is actually to sponsor basically one of the girls whose parents can't afford for them to. Um, and, and in doing so, if they cannot afford to be a part, um, they will have like we have small businesses, churches, just different people um, that will donate. because We do a T-shirt fundraiser every year, but we have some organizations that will sponsor a child for the entire season and how they do that, which the range will be either a platinum or gold. Platinum being they will um, sponsor a child with five hundred dollars, which will pay for half a season or a thousand dollars, which pays for the whole season. And that covers all of their um, equipment, uh, competition fees, gym fees, all of that. and. Um, we have set that up in a package, which we're going to uh, roll that out next month um, and give people opportunity to just sponsor a child if they want to. I mean, it's several girls. Like if this or if this could be free, like it would be amazing. You know, if it could just be free for all the kids to do it. Right. And um, it's just because we are competitive. We do travel a lot. Um, it gets a little bit. It gets a little expensive. And those of you who have kids that are in all stars and at the gyms, you guys know how expensive it can be. Um, I think our on outside of uh, the season scholarship, we have the um, the graduate, the annual graduate scholarship. This year, we only had one senior. So I didn't put it out there. I just made it more of a company responsibility to um, uh, give the scholarship to the senior. Next year, we have eight, eight seniors. Um, so I will definitely put that out there just to see what, what type of assistance I can get from the community to support the girls. Um, you guys know that when you go to college, one thing you do need, if you don't need anything else, food and money. That's right. So, okay. So, so, so we get a free t-shirt if we sponsor. Yes. Yes. I'll definitely get your free t-shirt <laughs> and, uh, and, and all of the gold, well, we put it in the, we put it out there that all of the gold sponsors would get like the little plaque with team photo and stuff okay. on there. Mm-hmm. I love but, that. Hey, have you looked into doing the 5013C or whatever you call it organization? So our, um, yeah. So Impact Cheer Association is nonprofit and um, Impact Cheer Association is for our rec team. So we have, um, we had teams that would cheer for the parks and recreation, in which we had to be a 501c3 to do so. So um, I'm going to link 
that so that it can be more of a not more of a tax write off, but so it will be um, easier for us to get more sponsors and to really take the nonprofit portion of the business um, to the next level. So we'll be able to really reach out and, and get scholarships and things of that nature. I just have to get um, all those things in order for us to do so. Right now, what we have set up is that if we do issue um, the forms when it comes to your sponsoring any of the girls or the organization at all, um, it's under our for-profit our for-profit portion of the business. Now, by us being um, a part of Parks and Recreation, uh, when it comes to... Um, events and uh when it comes to us competing because we still compete under a rec level um you still anybody could still donate and benefit from and as a tax write-off got it cool all right so if anybody's watching and they're they're wondering like how hot moms can help them what do you want to tell them you <laughs> regardless of where you are um in your life it's not if hot moms can help you it's to the extent that no that you can't even imagine what you're going to get out of the program to just find yourself and really truly anybody who knows that some people can spend their whole lives trying to find themselves but to go through a program that can help you really figure out who you are and where you are and who you want to be there's no monetary value to that because once you establish that and gain that mental ability like i don't even there is just it's just it's unmatched what you're going to get out of hot moms and then what what what's even better is that it keeps on going it just does <laughs> Keeps on going. Yeah, we can't say legally it's lifetime, but we're like, I year in for a minute, unless we change it to annual. But I'm so glad you're doing I'm so glad you're doing your God work, your purpose work. Um, it's so needed right now. Even if you're a preschool teacher, you know, getting your getting your shit together, man, healing from the inside out so you can help more of these kids. We need it. Well, hey Brittany, thank you for spending an hour with me on Friday. Turn up, turn up. Maybe you can have some what you gonna drink tonight? I don't know. It's Friday. Oh, I'm good. Kiss tomorrow. I can't drink too much. I got you. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My condolences. I saw that. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we're gonna we're gonna post the links for um for everything she went over. If you're listening to this in a podcast or wherever, we're gonna post all the links. So thank you. Oh, and then how can they follow you? Like, what's your handles? Okay. So my social, my Facebook, of course, is Brittany Antoinette. My um, Instagram is the BM Boss, and you guys will see a lot of my new the new items on um, my Facebook and Instagram. I am making team uniforms. The company is Custom Fit, so I do all sports. You guys will see some of those new updates as well. So that's going to be amazing. And thank you, Casey. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. All right. See you. Yeah, Bye. I hope you enjoyed it. Hey, do me a favor if you like this and leave a positive comment because, you know, don't leave a fucking negative one. Come on. Don't be like that. Subscribe. Tell your friends about this podcast. Tell your friends about my brand because we are looking for goal-oriented bitches who want it all. Who want it all will help you remove those invisible blocks. All right. Y'all have fun and be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Hot Mom's Lifestyle. Holla. All I gotta do is go, go, get, get, stay up by my bitch, uh-huh. ball till I fall, say what?
gloss until I finish. I dig go. Yeah, get it, get it. Stay up out of it. Oh, I live and get it. Kill me, stacking me, it's just in it. Thanks for listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast with Casey Ship. Be sure to follow us at Casey Ship on Instagram or subscribe to Casey Ship on YouTube. Till next time.